0: Hello, and welcome to Notes on the Week Ahead, a J.P. Morgan Asset Management podcast that gives you insights on the markets and economy to help you stay informed for the week ahead.
1: Hello, this is David Kelly. I'm Chief Strategist here at J.P. Morgan Funds. Today is March 14th, 2022. At 5.30am on Saturday morning, Coach Jack posted on the team Facebook page. The training run was a go, just as well. The Boston Marathon is now five weeks away, and as a proud member of the Gasping Geezers division of the Dana-Farber Marathon Challenge team, I knew we needed to get in a long run. But between COVID and the weather, training has not exactly been easy. On Saturday, the forecast was for rain with the possibility of torrential downpours, But getting wet on Saturday was a better choice than waiting any longer for ideal training conditions. Sometimes, despite adverse conditions and uncertainty, you just have to get going. On Wednesday, the Federal Reserve will likely make the same choice, raising the federal funds rate by 0.25% in a first rate hike since 2018. The Fed's decision will be guided by twin assessments, first that the economy is strong enough to withstand the higher commodity prices and greater uncertainty emanating from Putin's brutal invasion of Ukraine, and second, that they cannot afford to wait any longer in taking some action to counteract the highest U.S. inflation in 40 years. In their communications, they will likely emphasize that monetary tightening is not in a preset course. However, for investors, the critical issue is to assess the Fed's determination to proceed along a path of monetary normalization and the potential for events in Ukraine, China and elsewhere in Washington to divert them from that path. The decision to tighten will be based first on their view on the economy, which will be displayed in their Summary of Economic Projections. When they last produced their forecasts in December 2021, they expected that, by the fourth quarter of this year, real GDP would be up 4% year-over-year, the unemployment rate would average 3.5%, and the PCE deflator would be up 2.6% year-over-year. On growth, they may want to cut their numbers a touch. On the positive side, the pandemic continues to wind down and consumer services spending should show strong gains, particularly in the second quarter. However, higher energy costs and lower consumer confidence could act as a drag on consumer spending, while uncertainty concerning the impact of Ukraine on the global economy could soften an expected liftoff in, sec- in capital spending. However, even with this, fourth quarter real GDP growth of between 3 and 4% still seems possible. On the labour market, a fourth-quarter unemployment rate of 3.5% or below still looks likely. The recent jobs report showed a record 5 million gap between the number of job openings at the end of January and the number of unemployed workers in the second week in February. Even if uncertainty related to Ukraine cools the demand for workers somewhat, the labour market is likely to remain very strong by historical standards. This should make it easier for even the least qualified workers to find positions – while a growing gap between wage rates and unemployment benefits will give potential workers a greater reason to hunt down available jobs. With the unemployment rate already down to 3.8%, Fed officials might even mark down their forecast for the fourth quarter to 3.4% or lower. In this context, it's worth noting that there hasn't been a single month since October 1953 when the U.S. unemployment rate has been below 3.4%. However, the most important adjustment the Fed is likely to make will be to boost their estimate of year over year inflation. Specifically, energy prices now look likely to be higher by the end of the year than previously thought, even if they recede from today's very elevated levels. In addition, further supply chain disruptions from the war in Ukraine or a broader COVID outbreak in China could add to inflation throughout the year. While inflation is still likely close to its peak right now, it is a higher peak than the Fed likely expected back in December and the PCE deflation could still be well above 3% by the end of 2022. The economic outlook supports the Fed's current plans to boost the federal funds rate in March and to begin to reduce their balance sheet over the summer. However, there are a number of areas of uncertainty which should make them a little more cautious in tightening. The biggest question marks surrounds the implications of Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the subsequent Western sanctions on Russia. As markets have adjusted to sanctions and possible Russian retaliation, global commodity prices have risen sharply with West Texas intermediate crude oil climbing from $93.10 a barrel a month ago to an intraday peak of almost $130 last Tuesday, before falling back to $109.33 by last Friday. This has been part of a broader increase in commodity prices, encompassing energy, food and metals, and should meaningfully add to global inflation this year. However, importantly, Western Europe has still not pledged to stop imports of Russian oil and gas, nor has Russia halted exports to Europe. If this remains a status quo and higher prices gradually induce increased supplies from the U.S. and OPEC, oil prices could drift down from here, as is suggested by futures markets. However, a global response to further atrocities committed by Russia and Ukraine could yet result in a further spike in commodity prices, prolonging the inflation surge in the United States. Another issue which could impact the outlook are signs that China is losing its battle to avoid a major coronavirus outbreak. Hong Kong has seen a huge surge in infections, with almost 700,000 confirmed cases and thousands of fatalities since late December. Mainland China has avoided severe outbreaks since the original Wuhan outbreak in late 2019. However, according to the Chinese CDC, the daily case count on Sunday jumped to almost 3,400, more than four times the number from a week earlier, with outbreaks reported in 23 of 31 national administrative districts. This suggests that China could be on the verge of a major wave. This would have tragic human consequences – However, it could also have global economic implications with potential shutdowns across manufacturing facilities and ports, either because of widespread illness or attempts to suppress it. Finally, the Fed will have an eye on the other side of Washington. Last week, Congress passed an omnibus spending bill to fund the federal government through September. This, combined with December's $2.5 trillion increase in the debt ceiling, eliminates the risk of a politically induced fiscal crisis in the current fiscal year. However, the bill may also effectively shelve for now any prospect of a restoration of enhancements to the child tax credit or other democratic spending priorities, as well as taxes to pay for them. While some tax and spending package could still be passed before the midterm elections, it currently looks likely to be small and mostly paid for, and thus should have little impact on the broad economic and investment environment. It's also hard to see any major fiscal stimulus coming from the next Congress – In the last 25 midterm elections, the President's party has lost House seats 22 times and Senate seats 19 times. With a slim majority in the House and a tied Senate, the odds strongly favour Republicans taking control of at least one House of Congress in November and blocking any further fiscal stimulus ahead of the 2024 presidential election. Moreover, in the absence of further major legislation, the federal deficit appears set to fall sharply from over $2.7 trillion or 12.4% of GDP in fiscal 2021, to roughly $1 trillion or 4.1% of GDP in the current fiscal year. This is good news for those worried about spiraling federal debt precipitating a financial crisis. However, it also implies significant fiscal drag, giving the Federal Reserve a further reason to be cautious in their tightening. In short, even with the Russian invasion of Ukraine and other issues, the Federal Reserve is likely to proceed with its plan to increase interest rates in 2022. As they do this, investors may want to shorten durations in fixed income and overweight value relative to growth within equities. Later on, if the situation in Ukraine stabilises, the US dollar could retreat from current high levels and much cheaper international equities could outperform their domestic counterparts. However, it should be emphasised that the Fed will be particularly cautious in tightening because of heightened uncertainty. Investors would do well to follow their lead, maintaining very broadly diversified positions in what Chairman Powell has aptly described as an extraordinarily challenging and uncertain moment. Well, that's it for this week. Please tune in again next week. And if you have any questions in the meantime, please reach out to your J.P. Morgan representative.
0: This content has been produced for information purposes only. And as such, the views contained herein are not to be taken as advice or recommendation to buy or sell any investment or interest thereto. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the recipient. The material was prepared without regard to specific objectives, financial situation, or needs of any particular receiver. Any research in this asset has been obtained and may have been acted upon by J.P. Morgan Asset Management for its own purpose. The results of such research are being made available as additional information, and do not necessarily reflect the views of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Any forecasts, figures, opinions, statements of financial market trends, or investment techniques and strategies expressed are those of J.P. Morgan Asset Management, unless otherwise stated, as of the date of production. They are considered to be reliable at that time, but no warranty as to the accuracy and reliability or completeness in respect of any error or omission is accepted. They may be subject to change without reference or notification to you. J.P. Morgan Asset Management is the brand for the asset management business of J.P. Morgan Chase & Company and its affiliates worldwide. J.P. Morgan Distribution Services, Incorporated. Copyright 2018 J.P. Morgan Chase & Company.